Hi, and happy podcasting day to you. You may or may not have noticed that I was missing last week. I had a big change to my life, and I just couldn't make it to the microphone. And I would have mentioned it to you by the by, but a client of mine and actually one of my children both said, share it. It's part of your parenting journey. So I will. But first, I'd like to share the journey with you of another mother, a very brave one who out of sheer conviction and determination took a selfless journey that changed the world as we understand it. She had over a dozen children and her husband, a professor, had gone blind, leaving them destitute. To support her family, because this was back in the 1800s before social care, she reopened an abandoned glassmaking factory in the small town of Siberia where they lived. But after a year, the factory burned down. Now all the children grew and eventually she was left with just the youngest, a 13-year-old who'd inherited his father's scientific mind. She packed up their belongings, strapped them to a horse and together, mother and son rode 1,200 miles through the Ural Mountains to Moscow, where she begged the university to take her young prodigy, only to be rejected. Saddle-weary but tenacious, they rode another 400 miles to St. Petersburg, where her husband had graduated. The university either recognised the boy's genius, admired the mother's perseverance, or perhaps felt nostalgic about his father, and they took the boy in, at which point the poor mother died of tuberculosis, leaving her son, Dmitri Mendeleev, to study and go on to formulate what we now know as the periodic table. No mean feat in history. Chemists will tell you it's the foundation of chemistry as we now know it. I'll leave it there, tempted as I am to go on to tell you how he knew the atomic properties of elements that hadn't even been discovered yet. But park that for a second and I'll come back to why I've shared that story with you other than the fact that parents will go a long way to help their children to learn and grow educationally. Which links me back to my big week. What felt so big? Well, I've been home educating for 20 years and it's just come to quite a sudden end because he's been offered a place at a school that feels like a good fit for him. I'm not an advocate in general for home education. It's just something that we've enjoyed as a family. Not because we dislike schools, not because we've got any faith obligation or have a school refuser or worry about the social environment. We just loved it. In fact, it was quite funny. A few years ago, the head of elective home education asked me to look over a document for him. And it was basically just sort of stressing what home ed is, why people do it and everything that they wanted to put up on their government website. And among it was a list of reasons why people home educate. And I had a few points to make about the whole document, but I did say, we don't feature on that list. And he's like, oh, why do you home educate? I said, we just love it. And I think that should be on the list. Anyway, school places don't come to order, especially if you go past that year seven opportunity and into the upper years. But when they do come, They give you a very small window to accept or refuse. So we decided last term that this year we would be looking for a school place in the hope actually that it would come up around September. 
but it came last week. So a week that usually comprises me being thrashed at tennis, delving into subjects either at home or in a coffee shop or last year in Greece for a month as it was, comprised in fact an exam and then an abrupt change. It's good, it feels right, but it's over. And we cried tears of relief that he'd got to a school that he liked, tears of joy, and then began to grieve. And I know that's a big word, but any form of loss is grief. And I mention that because as parents, I believe that we do grieve life stages. But I know from so many parents that I've chatted to, it's sometimes hard to admit it because everyone else seems to be just getting on fine. So I thought I'd alight for a minute or two on the health of grieving a life stage. Whether that's not being the parent of little ones, or the little ones moving into senior school, or moving on and moving out, it can be hard. Our identity can be quite caught up in it. We're wired to attach, and that's good and right. So moving on is healthy, but it can be hard. What's not helpful is ignoring it and hoping it will just go away. So what is helpful is calling it grief. Someone doesn't have to die for us to grieve. And the next stage doesn't have to be bad news for us to healthily grieve that the last one is over. So you might not relate to my home ed grief. In fact, it may have been the hardest part of the COVID years for you. But you might resonate with the feeling of a life stage passing. So what do we do with that strange, intangible loss, that sadness that might well accompany achievement and growth and happiness? We go there. And that's what we're doing physically and emotionally. We're popping back to some of our go-to places and remembering what we achieved there, remembering what made us laugh there, remembering where we were stretched and the fact that we still had our dog with us then and now she's died. Naming the things that we're sad about and naming the things that we feel grateful for and definitely having some laughs. And then looking forward to that next season, deciding what we'll let go and actually what we want to take with us, what values we'll keep, what valuables we'll keep, what we'll still make time for. If you've lost someone and you're grieving, please don't think I'm comparing. I'm simply saying that each loss needs its attention and its space. Space to remember, space to just stare into the distance and let the soul catch up. So that was my big week, a sudden change. Grief, joy and gratitude that felt so enormous that I just couldn't do the things that I normally do. And I also thought I'd share with you one of the valuables that we are going to take with us. And that's our Centuries book. I know I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but I'm just going to home in on it a bit here. It's just a book. In my case, being a bit of a stationary addict, ours is a beautiful little photo album with rough-hewn handmade paper pages. But quite frankly, any old notebook will do. And then each double page represents a century and they our pages go right back to AD. So for this century, for example, you could put their birth date. 
for last century, your birth date, unless you're a very young parent. And I bet many of you have fabulous ideas, especially those of you who've put a few children through school, maybe you're a teacher yourself, maybe you've home educated, but this is just one of mine that I want to share. The Centuries book takes some of the topics from school, from Pythagoras to our hero Mendeleev and a broad assortment of others, and just puts them in their right page. That can be just a name. Maybe it'll be a line drawing, perhaps a diagram, or perhaps some colours. And a long line that goes across the top. And that might be Europe, that might be America, that might be the rest of the world. You divide it up however you feel like it. And there the complexity of human life sits in context. You can see what wars were going on at different times and were backdrops to different people's lives. What musicians were triumphing, what artists were striving, what significant buildings were being erected and what people's stories were. Like Mendeleev's, for example. You could just put the name, as I say, but you could give that backdrop of a story. We know that Edward Jenner discovered vaccines, but what was his life story? Who invented the microscope? Why? Who first discovered that blood circulates around the body? How did he do that? Who came first of those? Or are they on the same page? It's not an academic burden. Trust me, I'm not an academic. But stories make life and they bring things to life. It's just a fun way of gathering it all together. I think we often educate in just such little silos of different subjects. This is a way of gathering it all together and saying this is just human life. I think if I'd known a few life stories that kind of set the backdrop of my subjects when I was at school, I might have grasped them with a whole different vigour. So keeping a notebook or a beautiful album in the kitchen and dividing it into centuries is just a very low-key concept that we've valued and will be taking on with us. It threads all the subjects together. History meets science, maths meets art, the timeline of the known world begins to make sense. The Spanish Armada sits alongside the Mexican Aztecs. Things I knew nothing about. But as you journey with your kids, you can find that those disparate subjects become a colourful backdrop of human endeavour. One entry every couple of weeks and your book will be brimming with colourful lines, stories, stickmen pictures or glamorous diagrams that weave topics and people together. So that's my honest moment with you this week. I've loved our home ed years and now they're over. I'm grieving, I'm grateful and I'm holding on to a few valuables as I leave. I hope you found yourself able to relate to some of that in your own way and that maybe some of you were even inspired to get a Centuries book. Either way, that's me for this week. If you've got a valuable tool, I'd love you to share it. Please let me know. It adds to the colour of our community. And as life gets easier next week, I'll start popping a few of the podcast transcripts onto the blog so you can see them in their written form. In the meanwhile, here's something that I really appreciate from you. Pop me a review and some stars or share this with a friend. And remember, if you love or you know someone who would love to be empowered, equipped and encouraged as a parent, the book is available at the listener's price on the Courageous Mama blog 
or on the link below. And there's also a link below if you'd like a little bit of support in your parenting life. I'll see you next week.